Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Sex and Violence, the punk rock movie podcast. We watch all sorts of interesting little violent movies that have tits, maybe some cock, maybe a couple gunfights, some swords, all that kind of shit. So, welcome back. My name is Ryan Snyder. I'm your host. I'm here with my co-host. Mr. Gabriel Mara. And just to confirm everyone, not that it's a big deal, I'm I'm not gay. I just, I'm really into cocks being represented on camera. I think they're hilarious. Penises are very funny. And I feel like quality is important. That's why I kind of like True Blood, because there was a couple dicks now and again. You know, it's good to have something for the ladies out there. You yeah, know, a little bit of a, be fair. something hanging down there. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. We don't need to be cruising, but you know, yeah, sexual representation. No, 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 not cruising and not the documentary about cruising, which God, was no. a little beyond what I want to see as far as cock. I think for like a torture watch, we should watch all of that and just like, or we should provide a commentary <sighs> for it. So that way if anyone ever has to watch it, they can just listen to us over it. Uh, it would just be like an hour of me like, oh God, no. <laughs> ah, like, ooh, please, ooh. no, don't put that there. Oh, that seems oh painful. Like no, nothing wrong with that, but oh, yeah. not, not for me. Yeah, not, not. It's like cilantro. Not, I just don't like it. Cilantro is amazing. I How hate dare cilantro. You, I, th- I think it's genetic. Does it taste like, uh, does it taste like soap to you? It is, I don't know what it, what it tastes like. I say soap to the shorthand, but I just, I just hate it. A lot of it smells say terrible. Soap. Can't ah. stand it. Last job I worked at, whenever you get cilantro, and I'd go in and like grab the stalks and like break some off, just like. Oh, it's beautiful. Waves of nausea. Yeah, I'm sorry. So yeah, we should probably talk about movies though, instead of this uh, cilantro, <laughs> cilantro, cilantro soliloquy we went on. Mm-hmm. So this week I was the one who chose the film, and uh, in watching it, I, it's kind of like an unintentional palate cleanser. I expected it to be a little bit more violent and sexy. Yeah, I raised uh, my eyebrows when you said it. I'm well, like. Hmm. I picked it because you would say, like, I was re-listening to some of our old episodes for Quality Control, of course, and I love the sound of my own voice. Of course, Of course, that's why I was doing it. It's a dulcet voice. And when we did uh, Dress to Kill, you had talked about wanting to do more of, like, old-school Michael Caine stuff. Yeah. And I had always, like, it's, uh, the Italian job is what we watched, and that's one of those movies that I've always kind of, like, heard about, but never really checked out. Um, My first interaction with it came from reading uh the boys by garth ennis and there's a couple things in there that are pulled directly from this movie a couple um very totally different from one another yeah it's it's really weird but uh yeah so uh unintentional palate cleanser of a movie that's not really super violent or super sexy it's very you described as very british and it's yeah very with uh Reserved. Yeah, that's kind of like my, my main thought I wanted to like bring up to you right away. It's that this movie is super, super British. And I think I wondered why. I Point blank, I did not really enjoy this movie. Really? I was, I was pretty bored, T2B. Wow, man. That's, this is our first disagreement? I think I might be. I was, wow. I was pretty bored. I like, really enjoyed it. Like I was just watching it and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, I, was, I was wondering like, what am I not getting? I'm, I, like... I was caught in this weird middle ground where I'm like, I try to pride myself in being a historical viewer and aware of all the connotations. I've seen a Noel Coward play or two. I know the name and everything. But I'm just kind of like, what am I not getting here? Why, why am I not enjoying this? Like, it, it, would I be enjoying this more if more context of like, Benny Hill and Noel Coward and Michael Caine all doing some stuff? And that car! It, it seemed like a smorgasbord of things that I knew about but have no active interest in. Okay, in my I think, it, in the '60s was probably like the 1969 equivalent of like Fast and Furious Eight, mm-hmm. where it's you got all these like bit players, people who are really popular in Britain, like hence the Benny Hill kind of thing. Yeah, which they didn't use his music at all. Which yeah, was a that was a shame. In. Yeah, I mean, does he show up again at all after like? After he goes to jail. He goes to jail. In that movie, he's the computer guy. Yeah. Yeah, they take him to prison. 
I must have missed that. Yeah, because he was... I was not watching this movie very they, closely. They have a whole uh, bit in the movie about him being attracted to uh, fat chicks. Yes. That's the big thing. That was funny, And yeah. he's getting on a bus, and he's, like, pushing this fat woman onto the bus, mm -hmm. and it's implied that he was getting touchy with her in public again. Oh, that's and then they have a scene where that. they're putting... Like, they're walking him into the jail, and, uh... As they're walking, the woman is in front of him walking into the jail, and he's behind her, and he goes and grab asses her again. Sure. So, Benny Hill. Yeah, Benny Hill. What a fucking pervert. Yeah. Who would have thought? I mean, BBWs. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, so, I guess I must have missed that. But I saw him, like, he does the whole thing of, like, the computers and the replacing the tape thing. Mm -hmm. And then... I must have, my eyes must have glazed over because yeah. I was like, hey, where's, but I'm the Benny Hill. Where's, where's the rest of them? Let's go, what's going on here? I'm surprised you didn't like this. It's no, like, it's, I, was... I thought it had all the elements of something you would enjoy. It's uh -oh. a little older. It's got some Michael Caine sprinkled no, in. No, that's little... not, no. It, it needs to be more of that. I need, I need an emotional connection to my movies. Which okay. is always why something like, like, I really, I'm really into black and white movies. I'm really, like, I find that to be, you know, a weird blanket thing, but it's, it's for me, it's, it's, what do I care about these characters? And for this one, I, just didn't. No. And, like, and I like Michael Caine. I thought he was dapper. I thought he was funny. I thought he was charming. But for the most part, I'm like, who are all these people? What's happening? Who is Big William? What's Big William's story? I wanted a backstory on Big William. Okay. I can understand that. I, I think they work better as, like, those bit players that mm. you would have in a heist. Like, I don't think everyone needs, like, a giant backstory. You just need to know them, like, he's the, get he's the getaway driver. Uh, these are the guys who are going to help me with the heist, which is why that scene where uh, Michael Caine is introducing them all to each other around yeah. this table, it's so quick. There's like mm -hmm. 15 people. It's just, this is Mike, this is Charlie, this is Damien, and uh, all this. Did you did you laugh a lot in this movie? Did you, did you like, were you like chuckling throughout? I wasn't chuckling, I was smiling quite, through quite a bit of it. Mm -hmm. I really, I thought it was fun. It's one of those movies that it's... I was, again, surprised that there wasn't as much, like, sex and violence in it. Yeah. But it's a movie I feel like I could show to, like, a 10-year-old mm. and have it be, like, okay. Like, there's not really much in it that's, like, offensive, really, in uh -huh. any way. I mean, even the uh, Benny Hill BBW stuff is kind of, yeah. like, it, you, not that you have to, like, look for it, but it's so quick. I mean, he's only in it. He's a glorified cameo. He's got, what, three minutes of screen time <laughs> total? Yeah, he has a couple, like, yuck yucks and about, like, oh, I really in a big women. Yeah. Yep. Check it out in that car. We got more big women for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. How did you not like this? It's so fun. It's so cheeky. Oh, like, for me, like, it wasn't cheeky. It was boring. That I just didn't really, like, so, uh, following my brain track of the movie watching it, it's like, okay, Michael Caine's out of prison. Hey, that's an old coward. Okay. And then, uh, beautiful woman, stolen car. All right, let's keep going. And then it's like, uh, who is this? What's happening? And there's the room full of sexy women. And I'm like, okay. Like, I see why this would have been really ripe for Austin Powers to parody. Like, I think this, yeah. is, this is clearly the character of the father from Austin Powers. Yeah. That this is what they want. This is the 1960s swinging kind of like British thing, which is not a concept I find engrossing or entertaining. Okay. I'm just kind of like, uh, why am I not getting these jokes? Are these supposed to be jokes? I, uh, basically, my whole feeling is like, uh, we've talked about how like Maltese Falcon, these classics, they are, they are important, but holding up next to something else, they seem drab and boring. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, it, it, it feels like I'd rather be watching Ocean's Eleven, which is like, I think of the perfect like heist movie. It's cool okay. and it's, it's smart and everyone's enjoyable and it's superstars and it's exciting. And there's a very clear emotional investment in that movie. Like, and like when he sends away, uh, when he sends away the girlfriend, uh, what's her name? Maggie Bly. The the, the Maggie Bly. 
that like he sends her away and then he's just kind of being a funny dick about it. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah, she's screaming, I love you, and he's like, get on the plane. Yeah, like, yeah. is she coming back? Yeah. Wait, so this movie was made to have a sequel, right? That's what, that's yes. the whole thing? Yes, it and was made to have a sequel. why didn't it happen? I, I couldn't uh, find any information I was just, that. yeah, I couldn't really find too much info. All I know is that they, the way this movie ended is to set up a sequel. You know, we should probably give it a whole, like... Oh, yeah, what's this movie about? Yeah. Yeah, We we just jumped right in. Um, We have strong feelings, Ryan. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you try and do the review this time. Oh, boy. Because I'm I'm done with my patented 22nd (laughs) thing for this week. Okay. Um, Let's see. So, this movie is about Michael Caine, named Charlie Croker. He is a thief, I suppose. Like, he's a car thief? He's just a thief. He does heists. So when his old partner is killed by the Italian mob, who never figures in that arrested a movie except for one scene. See, that's another thing where I'm like... The mafia. Yeah, the, the mafia. Yeah. My cocaine. Yeah. Where's my cocaine? It's in the bathroom. Oh. But, uh, so he gets some um, his former partners killed by the mafia. He had a big job lined up where the whole plan is to cause a massive traffic jam in Italy during a race? Uh, during a soccer match. During between... a soccer match between English and England and Italy. This caused a huge um, uh, traffic jam in order to steal, like, a mountain of gold, basically. Four million dollars in uh, Four million dollars in gold. So he assembles a team, including his ex-girlfriend and a bunch of random dudes that he picked up from thin air, from what I could tell, and who we don't really know at any point, except for they're British and blonde and completely interchangeable. And they do a bunch of stuff for 40 minutes, and then they do the... Because I don't remember any of it, because I was... Training really, montage. Was, training yeah, montage. training montage at the line, the famous line. That was a very funny moment. That was great. I did enjoy that, but the bloody door's off. And then uh, they do the heist, and it's a lot of colorful driving, and then the movie's over. Oh, well, it ends on a cliffhanger. where Literal cliffhanger. Literal cliffhanger, where they get into a bus, and then they... Uh, they So what they've done is, after they get the... Uh, after they drive... Three Mini Coopers. Three Mini Coopers out of Italy, they load the Mini Coopers into a bus, take all the gold out, and then they throw the cars, literally, like, throw the cars off a cliff out of the bus. Yeah, the amount of destruction in this movie's cool. Yeah, it's fun. I, I, that's why I don't think like it's a fun movie, man. Uh, you know, I didn't have any stake in these things. Turn your brain I, I off. Could, like, I, I, I walked in with the wrong mindset. Okay, fair enough. Um, so yeah, the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. So they've got all the gold in this bus, and it's just all the guys like partying. They're drinking beers, and their driver <laughs> takes a turn a little uh, goofy, mm-hmm. and the bus is like literally balancing on the edge of the cliff with the gold at one end and the crew at the other. Mm-hmm. So they're balancing on the edge. That like, was a great scene. It was. It's pretty cool. And the last line of the movie is like, Michael Caine on the floor crawling towards the gold, and the, you know it's tipping in not a favorable direction. And he just turns back, and he's like, All right, lads, I've got a great idea. And it's credits. And I was actually a little pissed at that, and then mm-hmm. like I walked outside, uh, and I was like, you know what? That's actually a pretty... Pretty cool ending now I think it about is, it. Yeah, when I have to think about it, it's a pretty good ending. But I, it, I'm always put off by, I have to like re, recontextualize it. Mm-hmm. That if I think about it as, oh, this was like an aborted pilot. Okay, I can probably get behind that. But I wasn't sure what I was expecting. And I was expecting a tighter movie. You know, I demand my stories have tight stories unless I know I'm walking. I will give you that. It's not. It's not real tight. And yeah. you're right on the characterization of the uh, the whole crew around him. Mm-hmm. They are very interchangeable, like yeah. young Brits. Mm-hmm. But and like like I, it doesn't matter who does what in this movie at all. I feel it's like 
I, I hate to bring it back to Ocean's Eleven, which I think really is just a fucking great movie. It's awesome. Everyone has a specific job, and every little scene... I love Soderbergh. Every little scene has its own little tension. Like, they, they hired the Chinese acrobat because he can do the one thing, and the one thing gets messed up, and you're really caught up in, oh, God, what's going to happen to a Chinese guy whose name I don't even remember? And, like, I, ha- I haven't seen that movie in, like, 15 years, but it still sticks with me. And I, I watched Time Jump last night, and I have, like... Five images from it in my brain still. Okay, so just not as memorable. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I, maybe I should rewatch it. Maybe it's going to be a phantasm situation. Maybe I should rewatch plausible. it, kind of like, hmm, I know what this movie is. I know what to expect. And like, I, I, I what I tend to do is that I, whenever I start watching a movie and it starts to drag for me, I just go straight to the Wikipedia page and I read the synopsis up to the point in case I missed something. And then I realize that I'm not missing anything in this movie. And it, the whole synopsis of Wikipedia is like three paragraphs. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's not too long. Yeah, a bunch of stuff happens. And I'm yeah. like, I, I really didn't miss anything, except for Benny Hill going to jail. Yeah, that's and that's such a very oh, brief wah, scene. Wah. Yeah, I wish they would have played that music while, he's, while that's <laughs> happening. It's actually kind of funny, because like, during that happening, I thought that I had actually hit a button and made the uh, my... A DVD player like oh, start playing fast, noise, yeah. yeah, and they actually they actually just do like a quick fast forward moment, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's now that I think about it, I'm like that's funny, that's that's the, that's, Benny, that's Hill the Benny Hill thing, that was going clever. a little quicker, yeah. I liked Michael Caine in this a lot, though. Mm-hmm. You can't say you didn't like Michael Caine. I, in this. I thought he was great. I thought he was excellent. I'm thinking like in a in a different world, how would you have thought of Michael Caine playing a James Bond? I think that would have been great. I think he like well. He's charming. He's affable. Uh, he doesn't have like the the action chops, but mm-hmm. during like the '60s, like first couple of Bond movies weren't like too like actiony. True. Like they, they were a little, but not yeah, like, not by like, like today's doing standards. a cool karate chop. Yeah, judo chop. <laughs> but I feel like that, that was a thing um, in the '60s and '70s. What, um, the Michael Caine movies that I wanted to consider for the show more were like he used to be the grody street level kind of Bond stories. Like like Gambit, I think is a big one. That's like a Con movie. See, you should have done. You could should have given me a little bit narrower. Of yeah, the, what's the <laughs> list of? Because you know he's famous for having these grody, violent like British films. Mm-hmm. Like his action films in the seventies, I think it was specifically the seventies. And this one, I think, is more a yeah, it's a cheeky like little, you know. Sort of I'm British, no more Steve I'm goes. British, I'm driving, look my Mini Cooper, yeah. Michael Caine. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, you sure hey, are, they drove slugger. up that building. Uh, they're driving back down the building. Oh, that was cool. Shut That's up. Like, I'm like waiting for something to happen. I'm like, uh. That's, this is late 60s Fast and Furious. Just yeah. That's all you have to think of it. See, maybe I should have done that. Because even the whole time, like, I did that thing where I walked in wanting it to be something. And when it wasn't that, I blamed the movie. And that's not fair Italian job. I mean, like, I, I saw that Total film in, like, the British film magazine. It's like, this is the 27th best British film. Like, of course it fucking is. <laughs> it's like, oh. I want to see the 26th or ahead of it. Yeah. I, wait, I wonder where, like, yeah. Shaun of the Dead ranks on that. I'm sure it has to be. That movie's amazing. It's great. Um, let me ask you. Uh, have you seen the remake? No. I was actually going to ask you that, too. I, I have not either. Maybe um, it's something to consider. I looked up the synopsis of it, and it's it seems like Italian job, like, in name only, mm-hmm. because it's, like, Edward Norton kills a safe cracker, like, it's Donald Sutherland, oh, no. and then takes all the gold, and then they get, like, the team together to go steal the gold back from one of their former, like, sure. guys in their gang. It sounds real, it, it doesn't sound as interesting. I remember, like, seeing, like, the trailers for it, like, whenever it came out, like, 01, maybe, mm-hmm. was it? 
uh, something like 03, that. Oh three, I think. Oh three, yeah. Either way, I just remember there being like a real like big pop and like Mini Coopers being popular again because <laughs> of that fucking movie. But it just it didn't seem like anything that uh, I don't know. I uh, maybe I'll give it a shot. Trailers for it when like when it came out, me being like, nope, just not interested. Okay. And I just definitely wasn't interested. Like I, I even though I like a variety of the people in that movie. I mean, I like Marky Mark. That guy's fun. I enjoy him, and Edward Norton and everything. I'm trying to find Charlize Theron. I love her. Yeah. Amazing. Trying to find it. Yeah, it's. I, I haven't seen it. I don't know. Really know if I want to see it because that was kind of my thing. After watching this, I was like, going into it knowing that there was a remake and seeing mm-hmm. if there was a reason that it needed to be remade. And I think this movie's great as it is. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch it really. I think it's a great, solid like '60s like spy caper. If you want to spend like an hour and a half watching these guys walking around being all goofy, stealing uh-huh. shit from the mafia. Or Mafia, however the hell they pronounce it. Mafia. I don't know. I felt like it was just a big lark. And like, Ugh. maybe that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a fun little diversion, which I think it totally is. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want a fun diversion. I wanted a cool, kick-ass Michael Caine steals cars and punches people in the face movie. That's kind of what I thought it was going to be. And then watching it, I was like, and oh, it's like, this is really... being all cheeky. This does not Look at all these sexy fit ladies. the format the of our show. The teddy bear fight was what I was just like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? What am I watching right fight. now? This is ridiculous. Why is it making goat noise? It's a bear. It's, that's how bears sound in England. Oh, really? They yeah. bleat? Wow. Yeah, it's really bizarre. I learned something new They're today. so backwards over there. That's very it's ridiculous. Odd. They drive on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. Wrong animal noises. Mm-hmm. Awful people. I, I don't know what I wanted from this movie. Well, I know exactly what I wanted from this movie. And when I didn't yeah. get it. I, like, I, eh. like I said, watching it, I was like, this does not fit the format of the show at all. But I already picked it. <laughs> and I'm already halfway through it. So we're just going to keep watching it, and yeah, I'll try again with Michael Caine. Yeah, let's, let's do some research. I'm really not doing well with picks, man. The last <laughs> one was Cruising that I Yo, picked, and now pick you got this. Redeem, what's, what's going to be your redemption pick? I know you uh, want to do Killer Clowns as well. Yeah, I, I decided against Killer Clowns uh, for this week. I just, might have enjoyed that more, Ryan. I don't know. You might have hated that. It's total 80 schlock. But I love it. Look, I love schlock, and this wasn't schlocky at all. This was, yeah. this was cute. And okay. I'm like... Like, look at me. I'm a cute British boy. I'm like, I don't want to look at you. I don't care. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, sh- I should have went with the killer clowns. Yeah. Like, Never okay. go against the clowns. Let's see. There's Sleuth. Sorry, what? I don't think it's a violent. That's just Mankiewicz, like, drama. That's not a good one. Hold on. There's got to be... Oh. For a second, I was... I'm on the Michael Caine Wikipedia page. Of course. And I clicked the filmography, and I'm like, there's only five movies on here. What? Like, oh, there's an entire page called Michael Caine Filmography. I'm like... Fantastic. That makes much more sense. The dude did a million movies. He's a national Oops. treasure. He really is. I love that guy. To his nation. What was your first exposure to Michael Caine? Oh. I, I, I'm not quite sure what it was. I, I know I've had exposure before the Batman movies. I just mm-hmm. can't remember what they were. I think mine would have been Austin Powers. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. That's like our age group. Mm-hmm. Like, 03. Yeah, I was like in like, what... In 03, I would have been in, like, 10th grade. Yeah. Seeing, you know, the new Austin Powers movie. Like, Michael Caine plays his father. Isn't that perfect casting? I'm like, I guess, Dad. I don't I don't know who that is. Some some British That movie guy. did not age well. No! I saw I, I saw it on TV during uh, Snow Day recently. Uh-huh. Uh, it was just on, and I was like, eh, the hell with that. Isn't that bastard, like, the most cringeworthy thing in the world? No, the most cringeworthy thing in the world is the opening montage of that movie. The uh, singing, Britney dancing Spears, routine, Britney uh, Spears. It, like, again, it speaks to what I talked about a couple episodes ago, is, like, having, like, pop music in your movie immediately dates it. It puts yeah. a timestamp on it, and that's it. It's only going to be a movie from 
2003 now. <laughs> it's not going to be timeless. You can watch the first two, like the first Austin Powers, and it's still like fun mm-hmm. um, when they're introducing him to like new technology. Like, oh, okay, yeah. early 2000s. That's an but, like, intentional even, time capsule. Yeah, intentional. This one is like. It's like repeating that joke from that where he has a computer that like looks ancient by today's standards. Uh-huh. Like, what the hell? What kind of computer are you using? I wouldn't give that to a hobo. <laughs> like, homeless people have iPhones now, dude. Yep. Like, ugh. Weird. Yeah, it didn't age well. That's unfortunate. I, like, I, mean, I, have, I have not watched any of the Austin Powers films in a very long time. But, I mean, I remember liking it's, it. I still, a young man. I still like, think it's kind of funny. Um, I didn't think Fat Bastard's like that cringeworthy. It's still like... Kind of humorous. It's just not as humorous as when I was thirteen. Yeah, I feel like like now watching, I'd be like, "Ooh, that's not that funny. That's yeah. just gross." Yeah, it's just a lot of like toilet humor, which yeah. has its place, I suppose. But it's... like uh, listeners, so Ryan and I go antiquing almost every weekend. So not a joke. And uh, at the yeah, one we should we should open with we go antiquing and we're not gay. And we're not gay. <laughs> By the way, he's married to a lady, a lovely lady. I'm, you know, not, but still not gay. But, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, uh, at the One Junk Mall, um, I saw a display for, uh, Fat Bastard Toilet Paper, and I'm like, oh, who's gonna, who's gonna bid on Where that? Where did you see that? I was at the Junk Mall. I, I was in an auction room. I didn't see that. I missed it. a huge bindle of official Fat Bastard Toilet Paper. And wow. I'm like, wow, licensing. Yeah, I And guess. time. Ugh. It was weird. And but who's, Michael Caine... And who saved that? Yeah, who saved that? Why? And who decided they're going to sell it at an auction? Yeah. Like, ah, uh, like, I'm going to make me $30 <laughs> and roll off these. I would love so, like, to find out that that thing sold for, like, 50 bucks. And I want to meet that person, and I want to, like, just shake my head at them. Well, you do have to go back to check bids, so That's I want to see how the bids were. Did you? Did it have any bids on it when you were looking at it? No, I just saw it and was like, no. Oh, yeah. What? I part of me wanted to buy it, but also I just don't want it in my home. Yeah. Or in my car. I don't even want to use it. They had a lot of weird shit there this time. Yeah. Nazi flag. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. We're in Pennsylvania, so this isn't that uncommon. Yeah, it's it's sorry. Either way, back on track to movies. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what's your favorite Michael Caine performance? Is this a new favorite for you, or is this like a fun movie that you just watched? It's a, it's a fun movie I just watched, and like going back to like timestamp stuff. Like it's like I I know watching it, it's an older film, but like nothing about that movie says 1969. Like, Are you it's, sure, really? Like, it's it's I it's think like it's great. Sixtieth like British movie ever. Yeah, but it's it's not like sixties America, where like anytime you say sixties oh, like America, see. you see like hippies man like mm-hmm. peace and love and like yeah. stupid shit music like that it's it's very it's a very timeless film I feel like it mm-hmm. do, it doesn't feel time scam it's not tacky like you can tell it's old like it's an old school time that yeah. kind of stuff but like there's no like old timey racism or anything like that not that, <laughs> not that England really had too much of that from my I don't know we're not British yeah I don't know what we'll to ask a British person yeah do we know any British people uh, I know one but he lives in England now so, oh yeah British listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Help. Tweet at us. Was there racism in the 60s in Britain? Come on. I, I think there had to be. Come on, man. They had a black guy driving the bus and nobody patting an eyelash about That's it. That's true. Try having a character like that in a movie in the 60s in America. That wouldn't happen. Yeah. But they do immediately identify him by his penis size. Oh, I must have missed that. Part. Oh, they call him Big William for a reason. Oh. Oh. Mm. Also, he's tall, but I'm pretty sure it's yeah. a wiener joke. Oh, okay. Fair enough. You need more cocks? Yeah, we need more cocks. Not gay. Need more yeah. cocks. Need more cocks. Yeah, I again, good movie. Liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would have I wish it? I no, no. 
I would honestly like not to jump ahead to one of our games, but I feel like I would love to remake this as an intentional throwback film. Like you make you you recapture you, you have it take place in 1969, and you do an awesome car chase version of it. But you put kind of like not necessarily the Fast and the Furious aesthetic, but you put like the kineticism, the motion, the excitement, the involvement. That I even like every character in the Fast and the Furious team more than I like people in here. I'm like Michael Caine. Black guy. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Six blonde dudes. And I'm like, who the fuck are these people? The Aryan drivers. <laughs> yeah, like, these Aryan drivers. I know one of them is not as good at, at driving up a ramp. Like, yeah. two of them are good, and the third one is not that good. And I'm like, I, uh... so you'd give it, So you'd give it to Guy Ritchie? <laughs> yeah, you know, I bet Guy Ritchie loves the shit out of this movie. And I bet if Guy Ritchie remade The Italian Job, it would be really cool. It would be fun. It would be exciting. It would be the right amount of sexy. Uh, yeah. Like so, I really, I really. It does need to be sleezed. Yeah, exactly. Sleezed up a little bit. Some sleaze or like some, some some actual cheekiness, not like like Noel Coward jokes. What was Noel Coward doing in this movie? Not much, apparently. Yeah, and like they always played up. They played the the, the British anthem every time he walked anywhere, and I'm like, is this supposed to be a joke? I'm not following it. Yeah. I, I yeah. That, that was maybe that me overthinking this movie. Me overthinking what? Really? In this movie, but I was just like, I I don't get this joke. What's what's happening? Maybe I I think it's me. I need to read another book or two about it. But yeah, a little more yeah. reading about it. Well, there you have I, it. I think like a slick and cool and sexy version, not starring Mark Wahlberg, could be cool. I just I I disagree totally with the Americanization of it. Like, yeah, this, I don't this want is that. this is such like a European film, and it mm-hmm. need, it it should stay that way. Uh, I don't really want any like big name American actors if they were to do another remake which you know they're remaking they're they're redoing they're redoing the Matrix now so they can do the Italian job Mm -hmm. again again like (laughs) I swear to god if Tom Cruise is in it I'm gonna be very upset you're not a Tom Cruise fan? uh not no no I guess not no I love Tom Cruise he's this is the guy you the white guy you throw in every action movie that's Nicolas Cage no. I think that, like Tom, like, Tom Cruise has always notoriously been extremely picky about what movies he does. Really? The bunny... And he didn't start doing action films until Mission Impossible 2. Really? Yeah, if you look through his entire filmography, he refused to do action films until Mission Impossible 2. And now 2. he's all about, like, oh, I'm 53 and I do my own stunts. But they're awesome stunts! All right. They're so cool. Obviously, you have to see Mission Impossible 4 and 5. They're so fucking good. All right. I like and 3 a lot. I, I really, I, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman was, like, one of my... Most bone chilling villain villain performances I've ever seen. <laughs> I just so. love Carrie Russell. God, I love Carrie Russell. Um, another uh, what's it called? A uh, power cleanser movie. Let's watch Waitress at some point. Oh God, I love Waitress so much. Andy Griffith is in it. It's such a good movie. You like the most bizarre shit, dude. I know. I re- there's no gauge. Yeah, you and your Gilmore Girls and dude, your God, Waitress. That's so good. Hey, you know what? You know what unites those movies? Good writing. Bam. Bam! All right, it, it was a little thinly written. Yeah, I think this 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 falls. Italian Job falls very neatly in that niche of cool movie, not for me. Okay. Like I would never take it away from anyone, but wow, I was bored. Like okay. all throughout, I, I I sat up when like there'd be a naked woman, ish woman. And then I sat up when, like, they're doing the heist and they're hitting dudes with bats. And I'm like, oh, what's happening here? That's cool. And then it would be kind of, for me anyway, it was, 
like 15 minutes of, of kind of bland driving. Okay. Uh, for know. comparison, I, I, I have never seen Bullet. Have you seen Bullet? No. Um, I, uh, that movie supposedly has the best car chase of all time. Okay. And I watched part of it on YouTube, and I was like, oh, wow, yeah, this is super engrossing. Just kind of like just the way they did it. I feel that there was a lot more like perspective shots from the point of view of the driving, and I definitely felt like that was you're grotally in a car racing Steve McQueen. I'm like, oh, cool, I'm involved. Here, I just felt like someone like lining up a bunch of trick shots. Mm-hmm. I was just getting kind of bored. All right. It's like girls go mild. I'm like tits, and then 15 minutes later, I'm like, yeah, uh, it's tits. I yeah. know. I've seen them. I've been seeing them for 15 minutes now. Yeah, I get it. I, I get it. Some are bigger. Some are smaller. Mm-hmm. They're all lovely. Don't yeah, get they're me all wrong, lovely, but, but I, I'm bored. Yeah, there's nothing. They're not dancing. They're not twirling them around. They're just yeah. kind of yeah. At I some get point, you. you can only go so far being like, oh, I know that girl. Okay. Fair enough. I went to high school with her. Hi. Oh, that's what they look like. A better car chase movie, in my opinion, that we might consider for the show, Vanishing Point. Vanishing Point's pretty fun. I haven't seen that one. I heard it's good. Yeah, it's like really like cool 70s car movie. Mm. Yeah. It's fun. Like, oh, there's another good car. Actually, I don't know. I don't think you'd like it. It's a two-lane blacktop. That sounds like a movie. Yeah, classic car movie. It's a... That's weird. Okay. Like, it's, it's like, Easy Rider-ish in the sense that it's kind of meandering. There's a weird, not really love story in it, and it's about quiet masculinity versus loud masculinity. Hmm. It's a weird one. Um, I actually saw it at our local art house theater. It had a very fancy screening for it. That's, uh... But the races were good. James Taylor of Fire and Rain uh, oh, really? is one of the lead actors in it as a driver. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's a weird one. All right. Well, we'll think about it. Cars are fine. Yeah. All right, so that about wraps it up for uh, the, the, review the whole review portion. Uh, let's talk about another movie about heists. And that, cars? That just had uh, two trailers. We got two trailers. We got an international one. And a U.S. one? Mm-hmm. For what? It was Baby Driver, everyone. Oh, I was, so happy. I was editing episodes and I was of our old, earlier conversations and our, one of our January 1st episodes... We, I, Mike, I think you or I say, hopefully by the time we're releasing these episodes, there'll be a trailer for Baby Driver. And there was! We did it! Yes. We did it, Ryan. Timed pretty perfectly. Didn't it? It came out when we were at, at work, at mm-hmm. like midnight. Yes. We are closing down, like just getting ready to like start the closing down procedures for our bar. And I walk outside to smoke a cigarette. And I'm just, you know, cruising through my movie news because I knew South by Southwest was going on. Yep. And it was the day of the premiere for Baby Driver. And boom, the trailer dropped. And I mm. ran inside. And I was like... <laughs> it's here. And you're like, I just remember like, what's here? I was like, baby driver. And I was like, ah! I'm going outside. Like, yeah. Go, go, go. I just, I just creamed. And I'm like, yeah, uh, okay. So what are your thoughts on the baby driver trailer? It's, I, I can't wait. Like I, we literally did like kind of discuss maybe hopping a plane just to yeah. go to like Austin. to. How many times this. have you watched both trailers? Quite a few. Yeah. Like been, upward, upwards of probably team. like 50. Yeah, dude, same. I just Handling. like keep refresh. Repeat. <laughs> it's, oh, it's going to be amazing. I just love, like, I, I keep telling people about this movie because it's not like, I don't think everyone like really knows it's coming. It's not on really anyone's radar, mm-hmm. like general public. Yeah. Um, so anyone I've been talking to was like, yo, this movie Baby Driver is dropping soon. What's it about? And I was like, okay. So what, like first page of the script, before mm-hmm. there's any dialogue, Edward Wright, uh, wrote, Edgar Wright. Or Ed, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, it's still early for me. Ed, <laughs> Edgar Wright wrote this uh, piece. Every scene in this movie is powered by music. Cool. I was like, that's that's how you do it. In 
and so in. Like I love I love Scott Pilgrim to Death. Mm-hmm. Music scenes and that are always the best, oh, yeah. in my opinion. And if he's gonna do a whole like what's it like thirty five to forty songs that are gonna be in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm in. A oh, quick weird sidebar. Why do you think Scott Pilgrim underperformed at the box office? Uh, it was an R-rated uh, comic book. It was an R. Are you sure? I'm certain. Really? 100% certain. Okay. I'll bet you anything. Okay. Um, uh, it was just one of those weird... Too weird? Too weird. Mm. I thought it was awesome. It's it's the right type of weird. Mm-hmm. It's still like when you... It's still my gauge for like, you know, am I going to be friends with somebody? Uh-huh. Like, do you like Scott Pilgrim? love Scott Pilgrim. Oh, <laughs> we're going to get along just fine. Yeah. I never saw it. Eh, go watch it and then, then started. Yeah, yeah. You get here's, started. Here's one of my many copies of it. Yeah, please take this and go home and watch it and mm-hmm. just thank me later. Yeah, I think there's something like wrong about someone who doesn't like Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Or someone like who has a block. It's like, I don't, I don't know. We're we're Edgar Wright acolytes. I worship the ground he walks on. Honestly, I keep on trying to get like lower make my expectations because I don't know how many can a man really bat a thousand? I mean, we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, I want to lower a man who case. A man who puts out a list of his thousand favorite movies yeah. and is a filmmaker, mm-hmm. yeah, he's batting a thousand. Yeah. I don't really see how this, like, dude, it's got Kevin Spacey. Like, yeah, love him. Come on. It has Burnfall. You know, you know what? I never expected to, like, love John Burnfall. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I saw him in How I Met Your Mother, like, a million years ago. He was Carlos in okay. episode two of the very first season. And... I never watched Walking Dead because I don't care, and but really like I was just like oh that guy's a pretty good performer he's great in Sicario, and he's fucking great in Daredevil what I what I watched of it yeah and now I'm like pumped for him I'm like yeah fucking Burnfall yeah I think he's gonna kill it I love him as the Punisher so yeah he's great as the Punisher I can't wait till that drops did you watch any Iron Fist yet no. Oh, let's discuss that. Yeah, I, I, I've heard way too many bad things, and mm-hmm. it's just, it. not that I won't watch it, because I'm sure I'll get to it, but like, if someone was like, dude, you gotta check out Iron Fist, it's fucking amazing, and if it was like Universal Acclaim, I'd be like, alright, yeah. I gotta get on that now. That was the word on like Luke Cage, that if you asked me offhand, do what, am I interested in a Luke Cage show, I'd be like, I don't know, is that any good? And the word was, it's fucking great, yeah. and it is. And... Like, I should be offhand into an Iron Fist movie, or the TV show, because I like Iron Fist. But it was this amazing run of Iron Fist if uh, Matt Fraction did back in uh, mid-2000s, late-2000s, late-aughts. Really, really fucking cool storyline about how Danny Rand is, like, the latest in a long line of Iron Fists, and there's many Iron Fists. And it was a super awesome Kung Fu tournament. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally. And then I'm reading all the reviews for it, and it's like, oh... There's a lot of long, stupid corporate intrigue, and I read a review that broke it down to like something that'll make me hate something instantly, and apparently it's, um, what are his motivations? Oh, he doesn't really have one. He's just doing things. I'm like, oh that's, no. That's about what I've heard. That's the word that, like, all you need to do to make me care is give me a reason for a character to be doing something, and apparently he's just he just does shit. Yeah, I heard the I heard the uh, choreography is like really, like you can tell it's stuntmen. Mm. Yeah. That's a bummer. Like, especially when you're Marvel, you can't take, like, three months to put your actors somewhere and train them. Yeah. Like, it's, you're, it, you don't have to have them do, like, actual martial arts. Teach them to dance. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's all it is. Choreography for totally. a scene. Like, but nobody could care enough. That's a shame. Yeah. I've heard, That's a uh, real bummer. I've heard, uh, one of your favorite things, uh, which is how you always sell me on a movie is, it's a movie that cares about its characters. Mm-hmm. And what I've heard is, this show does not care about its characters. That's fucking terrible. That's a bummer. Yeah. 
like I, uh, what else have I heard about it? That it's clearly setting up for defenders, um, and that it's just not really interesting. I know one person who seems to be enjoying it, um, but yeah, it's not enough of an opinion to really like yeah. force me to watch it. It's like a, a casual fan's like opinion, being like, "Oh yeah, I'm into it." It's like, "Oh." Yeah, like I might just like skip into the last episode and just kind of figure it out from there. Yeah. Like if there's a like a YouTube abridged version, I'll watch that. Oh yeah, if you need like a forty five minute like yeah abridged. the whole thing like I do like I was reading a review about it that said that you know that every Marvel show hits a wall at some point and I definitely did that I yeah. had to force myself to finish Jessica Jones and I was into that I still haven't finished Luke Cage I'm like two episodes away I I lose interest because I think these episodes are too long and they take too much time I still feel like any one of these shows could have been done in six episodes and it would have been much tighter. Like More like a mini series kind of yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I think that, like, I. Uh, did you like Jessica Jones? I love Jessica Jones. Oh, but I'm into that, like, noir shit, so. I, I again, I wanted more from it. And okay. I felt that, that, like, we had a super random segue, super circular logic to it. I feel like what I needed from Jessica Jones was give me a half season of just Jessica Jones solving murders and mysteries. Oh, that'd be great. If you're just and then tie in the Purple Man And then you tie in the Purple Man. The fact they jumped right into it was kind of a bummer. The comics okay. took way more time. I feel like that Purple Man could have been a season two villain. Okay. That I wanted a season of just Jessica Jones solving a personal mystery or two and kicking ass and doing awesome detective stuff. She does very, very little detective stuff in that show. There's yeah. one or two episodes where she does some detecting and it's fine. And I feel like it's such a waste of, like, the look and the feel and Kristen uh, Ritter, who is, I think, fantastic. She's really funny, too. Yeah. Don't Trust to Be in Apartment 23. She's hilarious. And I felt like it was a lot of wasted potential. Like, it's it's someone who wanted to remake Veronica Mars and just did not have the skill. Okay. But my feeling is that I had to make myself finish it and I felt obligated to do so. And I felt that there would have been a tight six episodes rather than a long, what, 13 uh, yeah, they're all usually about like 12 or 13. Yeah, they're so long. And the episodes are all like 45. Jessica Jones hours. is the one that I didn't have to push for at all. Like no. I didn't have to push to get through Daredevil Season 1 or Jessica Jones. Hmm. Daredevil Season 2, like it took me a bit to finish because I was like, I just don't. Like at, at a certain point, I was like, I don't really care that much anymore. Yeah. And I can let this go for like an, another month before I have to finish it. I want to blame Electra. Yeah. Like, oh, she was kind of a bummer in that. Yeah. She wasn't very excited. Yeah. Luke Cage, it. I watched. I got. I actually got sick with the first weekend it dropped. <laughs> so lucky me. So I just laid up on the couch and watched like the first six episodes, mm-hmm. and then finished the next six over the next like two weeks. But yeah. it was like another one of those things where it's a wall where I was like, I'll mm-hmm. watch an episode tonight and then skip it for the next yeah. like week and then finish it in like one. It's been sitting. a long enough time for spoilers. I feel like that the first season could have ended with Cottonmouth dying, and I would have been like, great, let's take a breather. End of first season. Yeah. Awesome. He's a fugitive. Cool. Yeah. Let's, just, let's make it tighter. And the fact that it went on for another half season, I'm like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? I can agree with that sentiment. Especially if you're like going with your line of thought of make it six episodes and mm-hmm. then like that you can get a season two. Like then drop the other six in six months. Yeah. Like if you filmed everything at once, cool. Like right. make people wait for it. Give I'd it give have me a small perfect package than a lot and a big one they don't really care about. Okay. Portion I... control. It's good for eating. Mm-hmm. It's good for watching. <laughs> it's why I'm lean. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, um, Iron Fist, bummer. Part of me is that, like, I wish I could have, like, the, the aspiring filmmaker writer me is like, fuck, I know I could do a really, really good Iron Fist show. Yeah. I know I can. If I believe in anything about myself, I bet I could do a fucking amazing, like, Iron Fist show. And the fact that it, it just didn't turn out is a, very deeply upsetting to me. 
Yeah, I'm kind of bummed out by it, uh, just because like I wanted defenders to be good across the board, like mm-hmm. all of them, and just the fact that one of them kind of stumbled. I mean, it makes that it makes it so like the defenders is going to have to like, I don't know, people are going to go into it with a bad taste in their mouth, yeah. which is kind of upsetting. I don't know. But that one's only eight episodes. Oh, it's only eight episodes. Or no, um, uh, defenders. Defenders is oh. yeah. Like, ugh. Wait, so have you have not watched any Iron Fist yet? Nope. So I don't want to like I don't want to cast any judgments on it having not seen it, but I'm just like, I, the one thing I hope that they would do is that because Danny Rand is not like a glowering character, he's kind of a funny character. He's, yeah. He's mouthy and fun. So at the very least, I hope they're doing is that they're making, you know, Iron Fist and Danny Rand a contrast to the, all the other characters that are he's so lighthearted. Like, yeah. yeah. He's rich. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like Iron Fist because he can be, unlike everyone else in the Defenders. <laughs> And I'm like, provide some contrast. But apparently they don't. He's just boring. The yeah. Flower Knight's boring. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. Oh, well, I'll try and get a couple episodes in. Maybe, yeah. maybe. We'll see what Let's make this a simultaneous Iron Fist podcast. Yeah, uh, it sucks. I hate it. <laughs> like, why are we doing this? I'm bored. Yeah, especially after watching like all the cool, like, glitzy samurai shit that we watched from, like, yeah. the 70s. And uh, I was hoping to get, like, a new age kind of thing. And, mm-hmm. like, that's what I'd heard is, like, every... Netflix uh, Marvel show has its own like kind of genre that it pulls yeah. from. Even the movies do the same thing, and it seemed like they were pulling from like you know, seventies like Jackie Chan kind of shit. And yeah. it was I was like, cool, I'm down with that. But I guess at this point, I'll just go and watch like Into the Badlands instead. Yeah, from the trailer for Iron Fist, I got like, oh, this looks like someone watched reruns of Kung Fu and Legend Continues and thought, hey, let's put a Nolan filter on it. And I'm like, oh, that's no, really accurate. That sounds boring that sounds like what the trailer looks like that, yeah that sounds like like fart yeah i was stoked on the trailer when it came out i was like the last defender arrives yep. and i was like and yes i, I believe Fucking, my words yeah. to you were like it looks like kung fu legend continues reruns and yeah. i'm not looking forward to it I hope yeah you I weren't hope. looking forward to it from the I, beginning yeah i was like from the trailer i'm like i hope they'll prove me wrong and you know what uh i hate it when i'm right yeah i hate it when you're right too yeah because i expect everything to be terrible and when I'm right, it means something's terrible. Yeah. Prove me wrong, world. Get your shit together. Damn it. So did you watch anything else this week? Uh, I watched Beauty and the Beast yesterday. Me too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When I saw did you see it? it? I saw it on Tuesday. Oh, word. Um, what did you late, think? Uh, not my demographic. Yeah. That's fair. Did you not enjoy it? Uh, it's a beat for beat, shot for shot remake. Oh, actually, I'll go beyond that. Um, it is my demographic. I'm clearly a Disney kind of person. Uh, I so my review for it is basically I'm sitting there and my 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 commentary is don't need that a necessary shot that's a bad cut I don't know what's um what an, why does the beast get a song that's not necessary I like I was just like clocking down my all my technical stuff like that's not good what a weird shot I don't like this and like this and like this cut sooner blah 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 but the entire time I'm doing that I was also openly weeping mm. so the movie like like. It just felt like a longer, a needlessly longer version of the yeah. anime movie. Like, I really didn't care about the Beast song. Like, there's a lot of dumb shit going on. A lot of extra added stuff that didn't matter. Yeah. But those emotional beats hit just as hard as they did, if not harder this time. And I was there, like, tears in my eyes, just being like, what a terrible edit that was. <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful, I'm really... So, yeah, I, I cried like a child. All right. I, it was fine. Mm-hmm. I, I I was like acting. Didn't need to happen. Great. Didn't mm-hmm. need to happen. 
there was one part that I was like really hoping for, and I was walking out of the theater saying it, and my wife was like, you can't say there's children around. When they go to dance, like she gives the little like curtsy and bows. I was like, yo, I wish she would just suck his monster dick. <laughs> it's like, that would have made it all worthwhile. They're like, what? It's like, really? Really? You want to see Belle suck the monster dick? Yeah, I was I'm like, sure fuck yeah. A very quick Google search right now should we find it. Rule 34. Rule 34. Uh, hmm. It's a good pot idea. Emma Watson, your face is on the internet. Mm. Guess who's doing Photoshop tonight? Is it you? Me. Uh-huh. Monster Send dick. Send that to me. Monster dick. I thought she was great. I thought, like, you know, MVP of the movie? Ewan McGregor? MVP? Yep. Ewan McGregor? Yes. Who's Ewan McGregor in that? He was Lumiere. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. Wow, great makeup. Yeah. He did a good job. Yeah. Like, but again, he's always the star of, like, the animated version, so. Mm -hmm. He did a good job. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I thought it was cute. And Magneto. I also saw uh, King Kong. How was it? Underwhelming. Ah, damn it. Um, I don't know, but for me, it, again, it's just me being a technical asshole. It was very poorly edited, I okay. feel. A lot of rushed stuff. That, okay. I don't know. I we had a deal going into the theater, because when we got to the theater, the line was like out the door for mm. tickets for Beauty and the Beast, and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, this is, what, this is all I need to be trapped in the theater with a bunch of like... theater. It was an empty crowd. Uh, teeny boppers... And like old ladies, and uh, and like children, like people, people who are gonna we're talk in the goddamn movie theater. <laughs> <clears throat> and I was really pissed. And she was like, "If there's no seats in there, when we go in, we'll just duck into King Kong." Thank God we found seats in this mm. movie. I'll tell you what, but actually, nobody, not one person, talked church-like revenants in this movie. So That's I, awesome. I give it up to my crowd. It was a good crowd. All right, um, but King Kong. Uh... It, it wasn't bad. You saw it on Southside, I'm guessing? Art House Theater, you said? Oh, I saw, no, I saw uh, Beauty and Beast at the Art House Theater. Oh, okay. I saw um, uh, King Kong at the Big Movie Theater. Okay. Yeah, it was, uh, it's not bad, um, just very underwhelming. Okay. So, just lower expectations. Lower expectations. Go There's a point in the movie where it's just like, you're in, and then, I can't, then something happens, like... Obviously, so there's some King Kong shit happens. Of course. And then the character is like... I'll, I'll spoil a little bit for you. Okay. It's Sam Jackson, you know, he's the military type. Yeah. He's the one preoccupied with killing King Kong because, mm -hmm. like, you know, King Kong knocks over their helicopters and he wants, like, revenge. Whereas Tom Hiddleston and the others are like, no, we have to save King Kong. He's not British in the movie. Okay. But is he? Yeah, he might be. But at one point, bad shit goes down. And then there's, there's a crux where I know the movie could be smart. Or it could be dumb, and it chooses to be dumb. Okay. Where it's like, character moments, and then instead of acting, I don't know, reasonable, a character decides to act irrational for the sake of plot, and I'm like, fuck you! No! Damn it! Mm, mm. Boring! Boring! Damn. And then I was just out. And then it has obligatory Godzilla stuff at the end. Really? Like post-credits? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, the post credit stuff's cool, but then from the state of this, maybe they'll do better. I don't know. I also hated Godzilla. Okay, fair enough. What a waste of a Cranston. Yeah, it's, it's just like Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. What a waste of a Cranston. Oh, boy. Uh, where's what, it sitting? I want to see where it's sitting right now, because it's like opening. Oh, it it's, uh, it's opening uh, tomorrow. And last I saw, it wasn't doing too hot. It was landing right about where I expected it to. Let's see if it dropped at all. Yeah, the pre-reviews I read say that it's embarrassed of its source material, and I'm like, oh, what a bad way to start. 49% on Rotten Tomatoes right now, which is higher than I thought it was. It was yeah. down, like, mid-40s, which yeah. I thought it would end up, like, 30s, 40s, but... All right. Yeah. Whatever. I'm oh, sure it's going to be audience scores going to be, like, 1,000, because people... 
or stupid. Like, like stupid shit, like fucking Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus, God in heaven, help me. We're snobs. No, I'm not too much of a snob. I'm a snob. Yeah, you didn't like the Italian <laughs> job. Asshole. Like no, I think that makes me less. I think that makes me less of a snob because the snobby people really would be into Italian job. Like the context of this film and the history of. I'm a snob. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I think it's a weird dividing line. Yeah, this is the first one we've truly been on the opposite sides of the fence for. Yep, that was boring. Sorry, I liked it. Word. I'm gonna show it to my future children. Mm-hmm. This is how you do British accent <laughs> in the '60s. I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, what are we doing next week? Uh, next week, I believe oh, that's my your pick. pick. Um, I believe I'm gonna make you watch Wetlands. Okay. Which is one of my favorite movies of the last, like, 20 years. I'm so serious. And it's gross, and it's sexy, and it's deeply unpleasant at parts. But it's also a lovely movie. Um, okay. It's German, and it's great. Yeah. It's, it's, right. it's gross. Okay. Like German shit foreign gross? Yeah. Well, no, you don't see any shit, but there's plenty of, like... Like, uh, opening of Bubba Hotep gross, kind of okay. talking about boils on dicks okay. kind of thing. Yeah, I can handle that. Yeah, it's just yeah, gross fine. body stuff. All right, cool. All right, so we'll do Wetlands next week. Hey! And then uh, we do have our second guest just about lined up. Uh, end of April, we are going to do, as soon as it's released on DVD, because that's, uh, or Blu-ray, uh, Shout Factory's re-releasing uh, Streets of Fire. Yeah! And we're going to do with our good friend Lawrence, who is a uh, guy who does a local, like, horror movie and cult uh, series on Fridays and Saturdays of uh, first Friday and first Saturday. He'll, I'll, I'll have him explain it. He's <laughs> on, but he does, uh, like, he's a really cool guy who knows a lot about, like, this kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, he does so. film programming. Yeah, film programming. Yeah. So he knows, he knows his shit. Yeah, he's a good dude, so we'll do He likes Phantasm, fun. though. Yeah, we'll get on him for that. All right. We'll attack him, so. Well, we'll wrap it up, and we will see you next week for Wetlands, Sex and Violence. I'm Ryan Snyder. I'm Gabriel Mara, and there's a cat under the table. Oh, Jesus. Bye. <laughs>